It was late last night. I made my round. I met my woman and I blowed her down. I went on home and I went to bed. I laid my pistol up under my head. Early next morning by the rising sun, I woke up and I started to run. I made a run, but I run too slow. A man overtook me down in Jericho. I was standing on the corner reading my daddy's will. Long come a man that called him bad Texas Bill. He said, uh, Captain, is your name Lee Brown? I believe it's you, the rascal blowed you woman down. I said, yes, sir, Captain, my name is Lee. And if you've got any blues, boy, sing them to me. Well, I guess, Lee, that you know the best. You better come go with me. The judge will tell you the rest. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. Put me on a train and they brought me back. Jury found me guilty in the first degree and they laid me down in the penitentiary. Yes, the judge found me guilty and the jury too. Cried, Lord in heaven, have some mercy on me. I'll be here for the rest of my life. All I've done was kill my wife. All right, all right. I guess I had forgotten how that song ends. It doesn't have a very happy ending, but Woody Guthrie with Cocaine Blues. That was redone by Johnny Cash on, I believe it was, it was either live at saying, no, I think it was live at Folsom Prison, I believe. I don't believe I'm going to get any copyright violations on that one. Uh, we'll see. As some of you know, I've... <clears throat> excuse me been uh been warned by uh some music group for playing copyrighted music and i believe i'll stay out of trouble with that one uh welcome tuesday at 7 30 it's rare that i do a week show or it has been i have been doing about every other saturday and uh oh thank thank you later rebecca for sharing the show and welcome um what I've discovered is that uh, the Saturday shows are good, uh, but uh, they're going to—they're beginning to interfere with my other plans. Also, why not do one during the week? Uh, Tuesday nights at seven thirty are fine, and I believe I'm going to start doing a show every Tuesday at seven thirty. That's Eastern time. I know some of you are—not everyone lives on the East Coast, uh, indeed. So uh, I want to give some shout outs, which I haven't done before. I've been on Podbean for a while, uh, more than a year. It actually started pre-pandemic. What I'm discovering, uh, a lot of people started their Podbean uh, shows um, around the same time I did. And uh, one is uh, the Old Man uh, podcast. He's out of uh, Washington State. And this is where my buddy Eric Kirk has uh, found himself a co-host gig. I haven't heard from Eric 
in a while. Uh, but it's good to see him there. He called into this show a few times at the very beginning, and he's a fan of many, many shows. And I believe the old man uh, saw this and kind of adopted him, uh, if you will. And good for you, Eric. Good for you. It's good to, that you resurface there. And the old man show, I really, really like because he's just, he sounds so happy, you know? He's just one of those guys that just sounds so happy all the time. Just no judgment. He laughs. And just a genuine, really, really good guy. Uh, the other day, and he'll talk about lists. He, he always has a theme, and lists seem to be his favorite thing, like uh, favorite breakfast food at fast food restaurants or uh, uh, today he was talking about things that happened in uh, the year that he graduated from high school which was 1971 the year I was born and I thought that was interesting um, and shout out to nonsense password mainly because he does a show pretty much every night he is in Kansas. His show comes on at midnight his time, or is it midnight our time? Either way, it's like really late. So I'm never able to participate uh, live because, you know, Wicked Awesome needs his sleep. All right. I do have a Betty by time, and uh, I, I have to kind of stay by that during the week. All right. All right. Uh, Jeez, my face thing's dinging like crazy. Good thing you guys can't hear it. I better go check that. Did you see what you... Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, when your father gets to be a certain age, ignore what he puts on Facebook. Uh, that's good advice for there, uh, for uh, all of you out there. If you have a dad that is... Um, getting up there in age and getting set in his views or has been set in his views for a while. Just ignore what he puts on Facebook, you know, uh, and that's what I'm going to type here. Ignore. It is okay. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know, one of those things. Anywho, uh, someone else is in the house. I see, uh, whoever it is, uh, I, I welcome you. Um, yeah, so Nonsense Password, uh, admire anyone that can go on once, uh, uh, every day. I, I mean, I can't do this every day. He does an hour show every day, and he has plenty to talk about. I I couldn't do it. I mean, I spaced mine out at least two weeks because I got to come up with new material. I mean, I got to have a theme, and I got I to think about things and take notes. I mean, so all of you that... Uh, do your own podcasts that do this more than uh, once a week. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, or even once a week. Hats off to you. Man, what's going on? going to drink my water. Cutting back on the fizzy water. Not just drinking regular water. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me, excuse me. All right. Um, so, nonsense. One thing to note. Nonsense the other day was talking about the movie Space Jam. And as he was talking about it, I realized, you know what? I have never seen that. It's 25 years old. Uh, there's a new one that's about to come out with LeBron James. And I never saw the the old one. And I was like, huh. huh. So uh, last Friday night, my 17-year-old uh, son and I uh, watched it. 
And uh, part of the reason why I watched it as well was because LeBron James is upset that Lola Bunny is not a character in the new movie. Now, I guess Lola Bunny back in 1996, a lot of teenage boys or prebubescent boys had a crush on Lola Bunny. Uh, she was like one of those kind of uh, I enter puberty when I watch Space Jam type of things. Um, I didn't see her as really a sexualized character. She's the love interest of Bugs Bunny in the movie. But what I did see is that she's a pivotal character in the movie. She's a strong uh, presence. She's the second best player on the team next to uh, Michael Jordan. And uh, what a great role model for young ladies who were playing sports back in the day. Well, even now, uh, for that matter. So why would she? So. In that sense, why would you pull her from this movie? She's not highly sexualized. I mean, so that can't be a reason. I mean, this is my opinion. I mean, so a great role model for girls that are uh, into sports, especially because she kicks ass. So why would you take her out? I got I to do some more research on that. But he did go into uh, also just about uh, sexy cartoon characters. And he did mention Jessica Rabbit. I was 18 when I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, I saw that right at the Belfast Movie Theater, right down the road here. And uh, went by myself, I remember. It was like five bucks to get in. I like I probably just gathered up some loose change in my 1978 Ford Granada. It just went. And yeah, I remember seeing Jessica Rabbit and being like, wow, I did not know I could develop this uh, huge crush on a cartoon character but yeah I, I did with jessica rabbit i remember that um my facebook's things dinging like crazy uh just ignore i'm gonna say i'm doing a podcast i am doing a podcast uh some of these shows that i've been listening to they have but what the co-host does is take care of uh, the chat room so here i am uh you know, I take care of the chat room and I also talk. It's hard for me to multitask. I mean, I, I can't multitask like that. That's too difficult. I can't do it, people. I can't do it. Uh, so I admire the system you have when somebody is the talker. The other person is just the person in the background just typing in the chat room or uh, I like this on the old man con, uh, podcast that the other co-host is Dina. You hear Eric's voice in there every once in a while. So anyway, the old man's talking. So if uh, somebody comes in the chat room, so old man's talking, blah, 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 then you hear, welcome, lady, Rebecca. Welcome, nonsense. Welcome. You know, it's it's kind of funny and it's, it's kind of cool, too. I like that. I like that. All right. So. Uh, yeah, so I like that discussion that nonsense had about uh, Space Jam, and I watched the the movie. I liked the movie. I liked it. Actually, stands up pretty well. Part of the reason why it's so why I liked it is uh, Bill Murray's in it. It's like if you want a movie to be good, just put Bill put Bill Murray in it. What movie has Bill Murray been in that's been bad? I mean, if Bill Murray's been in a bad movie, you know, tell me, put it in the chat room, let me know. Uh, welcome, CC. Uh, and uh, yeah, if Bill Murray's been in a bad movie, please let me know. But Bill Murray's in that movie. He's funny. He plays himself and he really he helps uh, lift that movie. So it's like, wow, good stuff. 
uh mentioned lady rebecca <clears throat> she's the co-host of planet adhd with uh father brian and i've been listening to that show quite a bit and i've i i have meant to for quite a few months now father brian called into this show a while ago and i'm like all right i'm, I'm kind of digging the father father brian all right so uh anyway i finally listened and uh it's i can say this it's called planet adhd for a reason uh father brian's got some energy <laughs> um oh you're absolutely absolutely i really 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 do uh like your show lady rebecca um and uh one one episode of note uh he was talking about uh TikTok, discord and other platforms that he uses and um it's interesting because uh i i'm aware of tiki talk yeah that's what he calls it tiki talk <laughs> so now um when i'm on the face thing uh, people will share some funny videos i have a teenage uh daughter uh who uh, uses TikTok quite a bit, but I don't have an account. I don't have an account. I don't, I mean, I enjoy a lot of the videos. They're funny. Uh, many have me on the floor laughing, but I, I don't know if I had it. I don't know what I would, if I would create anything on it or not. Uh, from what I understand, the videos are limited to two to three minutes. And I could be wrong here. This is just from what I I understand. Um, uh, I think in this 60 seconds okay okay wow yeah yeah so i mean i guess yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll get uh maybe i'll create an account just to um just to so i can watch more videos more than anything else and just see what it's all about and uh he started making a TikTok. yeah 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 cool maybe i'll check it out just to check out uh what he does just uh i mean it interests me uh all, all of this all of these platforms i i mean i just r discovered the platform listen notes today now you'll be able to hear this show on listen notes and i believe listen notes um broadcast out to many different platforms worldwide and uh absolutely you're welcome lady rebecca and um so I'm curious. Uh, this one thing about Podbean is you can look at the statistics and distribution and w what countries people live in uh, who are listening to your show. Uh, over the past 14 days for this one, I've had a listener from Sweden, Australia, and one from Thailand, which is uh, kind of kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I listened to live. I, I listened to Planet ADHD live last night for a little bit, and I was having. It seems like I don't know if it's a problem with Podbean because I, the old man was talking about it this morning, as well. The, just uh, inner, just issues with uh, people getting kicked off and then being allowed back in. Just gaps, and I noticed last night with uh, Planet ADHD, everything just sounded distorted and muffled after a while and i ended up uh, getting off it was close to my bedtime anyway uh but uh it got to the point where i couldn't hear it and that may be a problem on my end or it could be a problem with uh, the platform because i can guarantee if i go back and listen to the rec recording of that show uh lady rebecca and father brian will uh will sound fine uh so as they always do they get a little more water 
Yeah, like that's a pod. Lady Rebecca saying that's a pod B uh, thing lately. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is, which is unfortunate. But you know, I guess uh, what can you do? Um, I have known of when I've done live shows before, people going in and out, and it's uh, they blame it on their internet, but it could be a platform thing. Um, and this is maybe an ongoing issue with Podbean that they've had for a while. That kind of comes and goes. It could be. Uh, the last shout out I have before I get into what I was going to talk to, well, what I was going to talk to y'all about tonight, is uh, the Potluck Brothers. They did a show last week, and I happened to just join live for a few minutes. Uh, they're comedians that actually do tour a little bit, clubs, and uh, I made them laugh. I made them laugh hysterically, and uh, I was proud of myself for that. Um, I can't even remember what I said that made them laugh. That made them laugh hysterically. But I was like, okay, I listened for a while. It was close to ninety night time, and uh, I was proud of myself. My work here is done. Mic drop in bed so <clears throat> there you go so there's some shout outs for you i finally got to a point where i actually do use the podbean platform listen to what other people are doing and uh what's what's cool about it is just there's so many nationally known podcasts that get just such wide distribution and there's people just everyday people doing their own thing they don't care who listens uh at any given moment they're maybe only a few listeners but they can they get everything out into the world uh, you know and they're really some of them are personal they're always <clears throat> everyone has their own unique brand of humor and it's you know i i appreciate that i appreciate uh learning about other people and uh what they do and it's just it, i i admire people that uh do these shows so awesome all right so I recently turned 50, as most of you know. Uh, I've been 50 a little more than a month now. And when I turned 40, I remember creating a short bucket list. And whether or not I accomplished those things, I don't know. Because quite honestly, I can't remember what I had on that gosh darn silly list. I mean, some of these items, well, one item for sure I know is on this one. But I had a bucket list of things I wanted to do uh, between the ages of 40 and 50. Uh, the top one uh, on my list, and I'm going to mention here, is, uh, well, I shouldn't say the top one. It's just the first one I'm going to mention because I'm kind of going from, well, they're in, in no particular order. But the last one I am going to mention is going to be the most profound. So uh, please stay tuned for that. All right um run a 5k that was uh one i've never I, i've never done that i've never ran a 5k before and that was a bucket list item of mine uh, before i turned 50. now this is what happened as i get another sip of water i apologize <clears throat> um I'm, I'm feeling kind of acclimated. <laughs> anyway yeah, uh, so I started training one spring around this time of year. My wife at the time, my daughter, Molly, who was only, oh, she was little. I think she may have been nine years old. Uh, we, we started training for this 5K uh, that they I, they didn't have it last year because of COVID, but it's uh, the Penobscot Narrows 5K where you cross the bridge. Uh, those of you who live uh, in Midcoast, Maine know what I'm talking about. But uh anyway 
so we start training and I'm doing pretty good. Then one day I go out for a run with my uh, wife at the time and my, my daughter Molly and we're running and I'm feeling really, really good. It's just one of these days. It's just like, damn, I can run a marathon. Heck with this 5K stuff. I'm doing good. Here we go. Oh, listen to my breathing. Oh, yeah. nothing hurts. And then, so I finished way ahead of them. And on my last step, I noticed my, on the bottom of my left foot, uh, there was a pain there. And I'm like, ow, ow, uh, like what happened? Ow. And so I go to bed that night. It still hurts. And I woke up the next morning and the bottom of my foot, oh my God, did it hurt. Uh, Planters fasciitis. I think that's how you pronounce it. Planters fasciitis. There's a, I can't pronounce it. Planters fasciitis. Maybe I can just call it planters fascist. That's what I'll call it. Planters fascist. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like that uh, tendon on the bottom of your foot that just kills like, ow. And it, that doesn't go away. I was unable to run the 5K that year. Uh, uh, Molly and her mother were able to and there's pictures and they did such a good job, which is awesome. Um, and I had to be an observer. I didn't get a, get, get a chance to do it. And I haven't ran since. Fast forward a few years till, oh, just pre-pandemic, I started doing Zumba class and didn't think much of uh, I mean, at that point, the pain had gone away, but I had been afraid to do anything too strenuous. And at the end of this, it took two classes. At the end of the second class, I'm like, ow, ow, ow. And it acted up again. Uh, my Zumba sensei might remember this happening. And so, but I was able to continue the class. I just, the next class I was able to kind of adjust to it and then i watched a youtube video on how to uh, tape your foot if you have that type of thing and it actually worked and i haven't had a problem since and so that's good um so i now i'm comfortable saying i can run a 5k absolutely lady rebecca if you're still there have you ran a 5k before is father brian run a 5k <laughs> no and no no and no yeah yeah well yeah and um we'll see i mean i think i'm gonna make this this happen uh but yeah yeah um but it'll take some training on my part all right um <clears throat> excuse me actually i should ask uh do you have any desire to run a 5k out there anybody uh if you do let me know uh Second thing on my bucket list, <laughs> Lady Rebecca's like, no, <laughs> that's okay. I'm good. You do that. Uh, second thing on my bucket list items is visit Washington, D.C. You know why I want to do that? Because I've never, ever, ever been. I am ashamed. Partly, well, I don't know. I shouldn't say ashamed. I have never been to Washington, D.C., and I've always wanted to go. I want to just be, a, that's like one town I want to go to and just be an obnoxious tourist. You know, I want to go everywhere in Washington, D.C. Like, I want to visit every monument. I want to visit the Capitol building, if they'll let you again. 
Um, and uh, the Smithsonian, I definitely want to go to. And uh, um, what else is in Washington, D.C.? Well, obviously the White House. Can you? I don't even know if they let you visit the White House anymore with all the security precautions and all that. But anyway, I'd love to go to D.C. and just be an obnoxious tourist for like a week. Or maybe even three days. I mean, can I see everything in DC I want to in two or three days? Uh, uh, yeah, if I if I can, that's what I'll do. Another drink of water. All right. Actually, I have a lot of friends, uh, childhood friends, college friends too, that uh, live in DC. So I'll have a place to stay, whether they like it or not. I'm just gonna go. Hey, I'm coming to DC. Uh, is it, I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to just wait for them to offer. Even I mean, and somebody might somebody might let me stay at their place. I'm clean. I'm housebroken. I'll be good. I promise. Okay, number three on my list. <laughs> I love reading these lists. It's like that Cheech and Chong. What I did during my summer vacation. First day of my summer gig vacation. I went downtown. Then I looked for a job. <laughs> if uh, maybe some of you remember that. But anyway, as I'm reading this list, that's what, what it makes me think of. Number three on my bucket list items. Eat at a White Castle. Um, we mentioned White Castle in my last episode. I've never, I've never had food at a White Castle before. I, I've never had a burger at a White Castle. And I... for. I think it was uh, there was that movie a few years ago, probably a decade ago now, or if not more. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, uh, but basically they just—I I believe the movie is just why do they go to White Castle? I think they just get stoned. They get really, really stoned. Then they go on this adventure to a White Castle, and then all these weird things happen. Uh, in this adventure, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it playing kind of a uh, hedonistic version of himself. And it, it, it's funny, but yet weird. But it made me, that movie made me want to go to a White Castle, like really, really bad. And it's been on my mind uh, off and on, not daily, ever since. I want to go eat at a White Castle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come to find out, White Castle was the first fast food restaurant. Uh, so I've been told somebody said that the founder of White Castle invented the hamburger that I'll have to do some research on because I'm not 100 percent sure that that is indeed the case. Uh, the story goes that White Castle, uh, when they first opened, only sold meatballs and meatballs take a long time to cook. So people consistently were complaining about the time it took for these meatballs uh, to cook. Uh, surface was too long. So the owner, in a little bit of frustration, just started uh, flattening these meatballs. And uh, people were like, yeah, you know what? These are pretty good. These are pretty good. And thus the birth of the, the, the hamburger. The hamburger. Now... Uh, we might have to do some research on that one. If uh, my buddy Chris was here tonight, uh, or Eric uh, co-hosting, uh, this is a solo show, they would be able to do that research for me. Uh, 
Now, that's what I, I'm going to bring that up. So if the co-host has that job of taking care of the chat room and typing in things uh, to people that say things in the chat room, uh, you know, I, I, uh, yeah, I think that's a job that I'm going to put on Chris Stout, my uh, co-host. Uh, Eric, Eric doesn't have to do that, but Chris, you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to be, and you're going to have to be the person in the background going, welcome, Lady Rebecca. Welcome, Rounding Third. Welcome, C. Stout. Hey, C. Stout, enter the live studio. I was just talking about you. Maybe he, he is itching or something. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Chris, you missed my bucket list items. I got run a 5K, visit Washington, D.C., and eat at a White Castle. Those are my first three. I had a story for each one, but. You miss those, so you'll have to listen to the recording. All right. And discussion about who invented the hamburger. Uh, if uh, if you could Google that for me and type it in the chat room, that would be super duper. Thank you. Thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness. I don't know what's going on with me tonight. Uh, you know what it is? Probably your allergies. We're having an early spring here in Maine. Uh Lady Rebecca, I believe you're in Illinois, and I don't know uh, what type of weather you're having, but we're having a early spring here, which is great, but it just means all the pollens that usually come at the end of the month are happening uh, now at the beginning uh, at the beginning of the month. Yeah, we still are at the beginning of April. It's weird. And uh, one thing I noticed, we've had great weather, but... Uh, we do need rain. Holy cow, do we need rain. Uh, I, if it's dry now, I can only imagine what the summer's going to be like. We can't really have another dry summer in Maine. We've had like three in a row. All right. Uh, number five on my bucket list items. Between the ages of 50 and 60. Okay, this isn't like before I die. This is between, this is before I turn 60. Visit a national park outside of Maine. I have to emphasize that because we have probably, well, I don't know. I haven't been to any others. Uh, we have a very nice national park in Maine called Acadia National Park, um, which I've been to a bunch of times. It's beautiful, hills to the sea type of thing. If you've never been, uh, make sure you do. Um, <clears throat> when I got separated from my now ex-wife, oh, this is more than two years ago, um, I started the world of online dating. So I get onto one of these sites and I start chatting with a woman who lives oh, at least two hours from here in the southern part of the state. And, you know, she's I could, very intelligent, very well-traveled, uh, nice person. So we kind of hit it off through the chat room. So we agree. I, I actually, I, I think I, I had a personal day from work uh, that I had to take. It was a nice day in the fall. Yeah, it was in September. And so I drive down to Portland, which is an hour and a half from where I live. And we meet, we walk, we go to lunch. Uh, and as she's talking, she's talking about all these trips that she's gone on. Very independent, just loves to travel. She's uh, the latest trip was to Ecuador. You know, she had been to the Grand Canyon with her daughter uh, a few months prior to that. So just always traveling. And as we're uh, eating lunch, she asked me, so what's your favorite national park? Or, and I'm thinking to myself, 
uh, well, because uh, I've only been to one, and it happens to be in the state that I live in. So it did, and that date ended with uh, her telling me at the end, oh, in two days, I'm going away for uh, eight weeks to Europe. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so, and I think we contacted each other a couple more times, but we never did get back together. Uh, eight weeks was a long time, but plus the distance that we lived apart from each other is too much too. But anyway, um, it did. she did get me thinking about visiting another national park. Ideally, it would be a place like Yosemite. And... Uh, just because of all the hiking trails and I want to be like that solo, that Han Solo guy that does, what's his name? You know, he is not Han Solo, but you know who I'm talking about. He climbs all those, those cliffs with his hands and no ropes and all that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out to Yosemite and do that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't think so. But I, I would like to go to a place like Yosemite and just hike. So wherever I go, It'd be nice if the, the National Park had uh, a lot of nice hiking trails and a hot springs to jump into at some point. Uh, yeah, uh, I've never been to, I live, I did live a brief time around hot springs uh, in Colorado, but I never actually did go into one, uh, which I do regret. All right. Whew. Jeez, it's hard doing a solo show. You got to keep things moving by talking all the time. Uh, and yeah, it is. Uh, feel free to chime in via the chat room, if you will. Walk the hill. Oh, okay. Number six on the list is uh, we have a trail close by called the Hills to the Sea Trail. It's from Belfast to Unity, Maine. I believe it's about 30 miles long. Do you, you're doing a great, Stout says, you're doing great. Keep working on it. Do you have a papa? Your S's and P's are going crazy. Do you have a papa? Your S's and P's are going crazy. Your S's and P's are going crazy. Meaning when I say S or P, they're going crazy like that. I see. Maybe it's a microphone. I got to get a better microphone. I need uh, one of those condenser microphones that has like the screen in front of it. Yes, I need a pop filter. And yeah, that's what I need. Because right now I'm using my uh, stage microphone, which is, what are they? The Shure 38s, right? That's what they're called, the standard. Yeah, this is my Rockstar microphone, and probably my Rockstar, my Rockstar microphone, uh, does isn't the ideal microphone to use on here. Uh, yeah, I could like back away from the microphone a little bit too, so you don't hear my S's and P so much. Yep, high Z versus low stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, especially, I mean, I do this enough now. I might as well just buy something that's, you know, uh, take, you know, open up my moldy uh, wallet and actually spend some money on something. Yeah, I, I, I don't treat myself to nice things very often. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, walk the hills to see trails in its entirety. Now, this can happen in many different ways. <laughs> You'll give me the $4 for one. Those things cost more than 4 bucks, though. Well, are you, you're just talking about the pop filter, though. Yeah, I, I think I need more than the pop filter. I mean, I, I mean, what, what the heck's a pop filter? I mean, here, I'll put a blanket in front of the microphone for a minute. See if you can tell the difference here. Hold on a second. Okay, can you? Is this a good pop filter? Is this a good pop filter? How does this sound, Stout? Does this sound okay? I'm talking through a blanket. How's that? Could you hear that? Can you hear that? Actually, the is a little less muffled, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. At least I'd make good, like, uh, punching sound effects. Hey, that's pretty good. All right. As later, Rebecca's like, oh, my God, why am I listening to this this guy? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, hey, rounding thirds in the house. All right. I'll give a buck. All right. So I'm up to five bucks now. I'm up to five bucks for my new microphone. Okay. All right. Okay. So the Walk the Hills to Sea Trails is a trail between Belfast and Unity, Maine. It's about 30 miles from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, give me some beans. What the hell are these beans anyway? Actually, I did put my PayPal account. I And this is in no way a plea for anything. But I did see I could link my PayPal account so people can give me beans, whatever the heck those are. Uh, Stout seems to know what they are. But if you, I mean, feel free to, if that's whatever beans are, I'll, I'll take them. I love my beans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So walk the hills. Jeez, I'm having a hard time getting through this one. It's good to see some activity in the chat room. <clears throat> oh, goodness me. Walk the hills to see trail in its entirety. So I, I, I could do this in multiple ways. I could just run the whole damn thing, be like a Barkley Marathons type thing, just run through the woods, trip over myself and like, uh, potentially not survive but i don't think i'll do that another thing i could do is walk this 30 mile hilly trail and do it an over overnight uh, set up a ted kaczynski camping thing along the way and uh, be like chris stout and pee in bottles and uh, do that and uh what else? Yeah, so that's another way of doing it. Another way of doing it is just having a stopping point, having somebody pick me up and stay in my apartment, then go back to that point the next day and walk a little bit more and spread that out over the course of a summer even. Uh, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, so there's many different. So before I turn 60, I want to walk the hills to see trails. And if anyone... You know, these are all things that I want to do. These are like selfish things that I want to accomplish. Okay. I mean, there's many things I want to see in my life. I want to see my kids do well, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I want, wish for good health for my family and my, my close friends, you know, but those aren't bucket list items. These are items that I just want to accomplish, you know, on my own. And with some of them, I mean, if people want to join me, sure. Hey, if you want to run a 5K with me. Sure, you can join me. It's just something that I'm going to do. If you want to visit Washington, D.C. with me, please do. Uh, 
<laughs> and sell or trade the jugs. Yes, the jugs of urine I can sell for beans. Okay, I like that. I like that rounding third. Uh, if you want to visit D.C. with me, you can. If you want to go if, eat at a White Castle with me, uh, like Harold and Kumar, uh, feel free. It's just uh, I'm going to be Kumar, so if you come with me, you're, you're Harold. And that's what I'm going to call you, and you need to call me Kumar on this trip. Okay, we're going to play it out, man. We're playing out that movie. Um, oh, I skipped over one. How did I skip over that one? Okay. Anyway, visit a national park outside of Maine? Yes, but you got to do everything I do. Uh, once I'm at this national park. Uh, yes, rounding third, you're going to provide the pot too for the Harold and Kumar movie? Absolutely. Or um, we'll find someone to do that. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe we can go halvesies on it. If I provide, if you provide the pot, I'll, I'll buy the hamburgers at the White Castle. How about that? All right. Um, yeah. So, like, if we went to Yosemite and I did one of those Han Solo climbs up one of them rocks, you'd have to, without ropes, you'd have to do it with me. <laughs> See, now, I don't know if I should read that. I think I'm going to just let... <laughs> I'm going to let that one just stay there in the chat room rounding third, though. You got me laughing. That's good. I've been very clean tonight. I haven't said a swear word once. Yep, yep. Okay, if you want to walk the hills and the sea trail and camp like Ted Kaczynski and pee in bottles, yep, yeah, you can do that with me. Um, and uh, Stout's already signing up for that one. All right, good. Um, let's see. Oh, one thing, too. Um, sh sharing on platforms, I I think at Rounding Third discovered maybe discovered the show through LinkedIn. I decided not to link my show with LinkedIn anymore, uh, mainly because LinkedIn is like my career professional network. I mean, it's all everyone's like all serious, like, oh, I'm just I'm the director of blah, 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 blah. And I'm the blah, blah, blah. please check out our training summit on April 3rd at the Samuset Resort. You know, everyone sounds all important and professional on LinkedIn, right? So uh, for a while, a short while, these episodes were being shared on LinkedIn. Then I th And I actually, I think that's how Rounding Third may have discovered the show, uh, even because uh, uh, we've been for, uh, attached through uh, LinkedIn for a while. So for that reason and that reason alone, I am glad that I shared it on LinkedIn. Um, but since then, I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. So if someone from across the country is trying to contact me about something job related, do I really want them seeing my podcast, listening to it and having and having to listen to me talk about Chris Stout's urine? Probably they're going to get confused there. So, I mean, there is my professional LinkedIn life. And there's my Podbean podcasting, slightly immature, but a heck of a lot of fun me life. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> around in third, especially friends like Chris and I just saying, <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine what would happen if uh, all of a sudden uh, people who don't know me that well started to listen to those episodes. They'd be like, uh, really? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So I I decided to take it off my LinkedIn. I do have a Twitter account. 
I've had a Twitter account for a while, but I don't use it. I don't use it. I have three followers on my tw- Twitter account. Uh, one is like this Swedish rock band that I've never heard of, uh, Overreach or something like that. Another one is Eric Kirk, who I mentioned earlier, who's a uh, Podbean guy. And the third, it looks like it's some sort of pornographic robot who I didn't follow back. I didn't follow back. But, I mean, everyone needs a pornographic robot to follow them on Twitter, I guess. (laughs) Oh, Bob. Anyway. um... (laughs) So, anyway, I'm trying to kind of, uh, I'm trying to use Splitter, Splitter. I'm trying to use Splitter as a uh, platform, as a twat for, jeez. Okay, I'm trying to use Twitter as a platform to kind of give this show exposure, and I don't know how to do it. So I'm slowly getting there, uh, mainly by following other uh, shows and hopefully, hopefully they can give me shouts out as I give them shouts out, shout outs as well. I'll post it in the notes of the show. Uh, Wicked Awesome at Matt three five seven one is uh, on is my Twitter uh, thingamajig. Wicked Awesome at Matt one T three five seven one. If you want to find me there, and my Twitter account. Oh, don't be sorry. Running third. That's fine. That was funny. Um, Dot hashtag MC podcast, and um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all of a sudden, I can't talk. But anyway, my Twitter account is going to be exclusively for this show. So feel free to uh, uh, like me on Twitter, and I'll share it in the notes. Oh, I want to become, uh, this is one, I want to become a certified uh, personal uh, trainer. And I'm serious about this because when I retire, that's kind of how I want to make my supplemental income. I've been getting into fitness the last year uh so i'm gonna look into it i'm gonna look into it i don't know if i'll be a practicing uh personal trainer for a while but i do want to become one um uh, rounding third mentions he goes to the gym and it's just like if you do it with some consistency you find something that works uh you know why not share it why not share it and it from what i've seen it doesn't take much there's many certifications you can get out there but it doesn't take much to become a personal trainer as far as the certification goes. However, uh, what I'm discovering, I became a Zumba instructor this past year. And what I discovered is I'm not even close to teaching a Zumba class because there's so much to learn. And I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll do it. I will actually teach a class someday, but I'm not in a rush to do it because there, I have so much to learn and I want to do a decent job at doing it. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm willing to take the time to not do that Uh, let me get another sip of water yeah all right hey stout are you still there i didn't offend you did i i hope i didn't i think it takes a lot to offend stout uh but i you know i'll uh i'll yeah um i'll stop he's doing oh he's doing research he's researching the uh hamburger thing who invented the hamburger you know the story about the sand. Whoa, my water just spilled. Um, you know the story about the sandwich, don't you? That actually came from the town called Sandwich in England, 
where the Earl of Sandwich was playing cards and uh, hadn't had his supper and decided to just uh, take whatever was available and put it between two slices of bread. And he discovered, all right, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. And uh, that's how the sandwich was made. I believe the sandwich was a cinnamon raisin bagel with hard salami, from what I understand. Yes, indeed. Uh, Chris Stout's back. Okay. There he is. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the studio again, Chris Stout. Good to see you. I, if you're getting kicked off the platform, uh, let me know, because uh, that's been a platform problem for some time now. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So become a certified personal trainer and uh, uh, that type of thing. One thing uh, I mentioned being in getting into fitness and all that, especially during the pandemic. But one thing I've noticed too, I haven't, I, I, I know what I need to do as far as the food thing is concerned. And if you guys are spending money on all these diet programs or these meal programs, I wish you would stop. I mean, like Noom or yeah, I mean, the keto diet and all the foods that come with that, you know, just what are the other ones? I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to sound whiny, but it's just like, don't give these companies your money. We all know what the right thing to do is when it comes to food. Um, just protein, bro, just protein shakes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this is what it is when it comes to food. It's about eating more whole foods and less processed foods. It's as simple as that. It really, really is. And I, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on this. Okay. But uh, you got to create a lifestyle of eating more whole foods, less processed, and just stick to it. It doesn't mean you have to avoid processed foods. It just means, eat less of them. Um, one thing that I've noticed, the pandemic means that most of us don't go out to restaurants as much, uh, including yours truly. And so the only time I really eat French fries is when I go out to eat. So since the pandemic, I haven't really had French fries that often. And I'm, and I love French fries. I, I mean, I, there was a time, I mean, geez, I could eat the damn things every day. And now I'm like, I, I haven't had them in a while and I don't miss them. Same thing with, and, and, and potato chips. So for some reason, I'm not eating as many potato chips. It's just like, and I'm not even craving them. So once you start to eat the whole foods, you find that your cravings for those unhealthy kind of processed crappy foods actually subside. Uh, again, I'm not perfect, uh, but I have noticed that and I, and you feel better and you feel better. Um, but, but don't, but the whole thing with the, uh, the, uh, keto diets or the, the ones that you spend money for, for that you see on your social media or whatever else, it's just like, uh, you know, you, I lost, I lost 30 pounds. It's just like, yeah, maybe you did, but you're going to gain it back. And then some, because you're not going to, you're not going to keep, you're not going to keep up with that meal plan for, uh, long term uh, you can't because it's it's not designed for you if you just simply eat more whole foods and less processed you're good you're good um there was that author that wrote on divorce dilemma he sums it up in seven words eat food not 
too much, mostly plants. If you, I mean, seven simple words, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. Now, granted, French fries are a plant. I can see that they're clearly potatoes, <laughs> right? Something to think about. All right. If I get too lectury, lecturery, let me know. Uh, number seven, uh, perform a spoken word show. Uh, so basically live, I mean, what I'm doing now is spoken word, but I actually want to have an audience with people giggling and laughing and showing all kinds of emotions, throwing tomatoes at me if they uh, so choose. Not that it's going to be a comedy show, <clears throat> but just a show where I stand up and kind of just talk nonstop for two hours about whatever the hell I want to talk about. Uh, I think that'd be kind of fun. I admire guys that do it uh, on a regular basis. Henry Rollins comes to mind. Also, Mark Maron, who does a podcast, who's interviewed everybody, including Obama, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, everyone I would want to interview, Mark Maron does it, and he does it out of his garage in uh, Los Angeles. It's pretty, pretty incredible. He recently actually interviewed Hunter Biden. I, I want to listen to that. I haven't listened to it yet. But Mark Maron, anyway... <clears throat> His stand-up comedy shows are very much spoken word. Um, uh, he has a couple of them on Netflix if you haven't not seen them. So that's the type of stuff I'm uh, I'm talking about. Not really stand-up shows like uh, Chris Rock or uh, Eddie Murphy, Jim Jeffries, David Chappelle type thing. Because, I mean, those guys uh, are on a different level than me. I, I mean, I don't, I don't do this. I do this show to have fun. If something I, if... I happen to say something funny, great, but my first priority is not comedy so much as it is just to have fun, connect with whoever's listening, and uh, share a little bit about, about myself and maybe share a little bit about you. Oh, Chris Stout's calling in. Whoa, hold on a second. Uh, hey, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Have you been kicked it, off a bunch? Have you been kicked off some? No. It better be about comedy. I don't know what you're talking about. It better be about comedy. Well, I yeah, but I couldn't go up there. I mean, do you think comedians go on stage? And uh, I mean, obviously they have topics in mind. But how many comedians go up there with a script that they memorize? Uh, um, I mean, how much of it? I, how much of it is every, oh, yeah. every single one of them? Every single one of them writes it. So they write uh, five minutes, which is not like a script. But if they write five or ten minutes at a time, um, they have to memorize what they've written and how they're going to deliver the joke. So it's not. It can be improv, and if the audience joins in, or um, if somebody heckles them, or whatever, they have to be aware. Most of these comedians are really sharp and, and fast on their feet, you know, but, um, wicked chap. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I think, but it's all written. I mean, you sit at home and you write, and I mean, I've done this and it's hard to do. If you write three minutes of stage time, you're writing a lot to filter through every reaction. So, um, I, yeah. I see. Have you ever done stand up? I, I tried a little bit a couple of times, but, uh, uh, it wasn't really my thing. I mean, 
I like doing it for people that I know and at home and when it comes natural, but you can't be on all the time. The best can be on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of course they have uh, practice uh, with it as well. So if a comedian goes out on tour, he's doing the same routine every single night. It may not be exactly the same every single night. Like uh, rounding third just said, you know, there is a lot of ad lib there and you have to think in the moment and be sharp. Like you said, uh, in the moment but they're essentially doing the same script every night on uh, a particular comedy tour uh, for for the most so. part if they tweak it i mean you go back to a hotel you tweak it if something didn't work if something did work it depends on every crowd it depends on every city you go to austin texas versus uh new england um you're dealing right. with a different crowd i mean it's not this is you know when i when I did my little stint of acting back in the day, this is not something that's taken lightly. It's a lot of hard work and um, mm -hmm. you're not just sitting there in front of camera looking pretty. It's a lot of trying to get on stage, trying to get people to accept you, trying to get more gigs, working your ass off. And then yep. uh, rejection, yep. rejection, 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 rejection. No, 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 no. A lot. <laughs> so it takes a lot of, of gall to do it. Yeah, it does. I bet you look pretty on camera. Were you ever told that you look pretty on camera? I can see you look Pre pretty on camera. Me? Pretty? Yeah, yeah. I bet maybe, you look pretty maybe on camera. Maybe back in the day, I was probably pretty on camera. But yeah, these yeah. days, I don't I, know. These days, I'd be like, what? The, hey, put the uh, old drunk guy in the back. The homeless guy. The extra. Did he show up to be an extra? I'm like, Chris Stout. I, I just, I got up. <laughs> I'm one of the principals. Put the homeless old guy in the back. Well, you know, there's an appeal for homeless old guys. You know, I feel well, I have I'll homeless, homeless chic is coming back into factions. I hear. I so. guess I'll still have a career is what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in comedy, yeah, I, I could not be a comedian because one thing, if somebody started heckling me in the crowd, comedians, good comedians know how to deal with that situation. I would not know how to deal with that situation. I'd probably start crying, uh, quite honestly. No, I, no, you're, you're pretty good at handling. Like when we bust chops, all of us as friends, you know how you handle it with your friend. You kind of almost have to do it the same way. You know, yeah. you, you, can, yeah. you can hate the guy in the audience or you can choose to accept it, give him some, give him some props accept it yep. bust his chops and then he's you win him over he's gonna like you and the whole crowd loves you nobody you know it's eh, it's one of those difficult things you know to be hated or to be loved it's not up to us yeah it's really not it's really not yeah i mean it's like you hope i mean of course we know it's like to be on stage uh when we're playing music and uh have had the experience where everyone's dancing, everyone's cheering, and then have had the experience where people kind of seem to come and go in waves, and there never seems to be more than one or two people on the dance floor at a time. Uh, we've had those. We, we've experienced well, that. that. That can be hurtful, but just like you're saying, so you know the experience, Matt. It's, it's that limelight. You're there to entertain somebody. The worst part is two people dancing or pe two people listening – is tough sometimes, I guess. A hundred or a thousand people listen is kind of cool. Twenty thousand people even better. But when they when you're in a little bar and you're trying to make your way with a little acoustic guitar by yourself, 
and they look over their shoulder while they're trying to have a conversation. They look back at you and they give you an evil face. Like you shouldn't yep. be interrupting there. It's like, get a room. You know, that's yeah, when exactly. it's, it's hurt. It's hurtful, you know? Right. Right. Um, one thing. Oh, I know what it was. I heard a version of uh, Raspberry Beret today. It was a cover. I uh, did too. Oh, I didn't did you? I heard cover. it on the. No, I didn't hear the yeah. cover, but I heard the song, and I like. I got too excited right there. I know I did. That sounds weird. Yeah, no, that's okay. But yeah, but it made me think. It's just like I mean, it's a rocking. It's kind of like a punkish kind of hard rocky version, but people would dance to it because they would recognize it. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna look that the chords to that up and just uh, try that out. I think that is something we could potentially do. Uh, but why the heck not? You know, that's just that's just my that's just my opinion, of course. But yeah, why not? Yeah. So, I mean, you've seen have you seen Henry Rollins spoken word before? We've had I, I know you you try to get him when you were like a gig guy down in uh, Florida. But have you seen his spoken word shows before? I haven't seen it live. No, I've seen them, but I have not seen him do it live. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I have seen one live. It's not much different than what you would see on YouTube or whatever, quite frankly, because they're not interactive. However, I do admire the fact that he can hold your attention for two hours straight. Uh, you know, that that's amazing. When, when anyone can get up on stage and just talk for two hours and have your attention, that's amazing. Because uh, you go to a conference, like a work-type conference and whatever else, and some guy gets up and talks, about, talks even for 20 minutes. I mean, I'm lost after 10. He doesn't have my attention. So for anyone to go up there for two hours and entertain me just by telling stories is uh well i mean don't don't you think like guys like henry rollins have that they have a gift of gab so they have the stories to keep you you know if you're already a fan of henry Mm -hmm. he can keep you involved he's kind of a comedic his timing is right he's a comedic genius so he's a very intelligent guy so he can write, yeah. he can do all this. He didn't make it to his position for no reason. And then he was mm-hmm. the most sought after guy for a while. Radio shows, TV shows, you know, movies, um, everything briefly for, for a sure. minute back in the day. But now his talk, yeah, he was. you know, his spoken word, he can travel the world. And Matt, he can get up on stage because he knows what works. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, yeah. He's, he's honed his skill. And it's difficult yeah. to do that, but once you do it, you've got it mastered, you know? Yeah, and he's been doing it for 35 years, uh, pretty much nonstop, so uh, all the power to him. And I just want to do it once. I just want to do it well, once before I'm sick. Well, I think you should do it once because once you're in front of the crowd, if you crave it and you feed off of it, uh, that's what mm-hmm. I think works. In other words, you've already been in front of audiences playing uh, music, You've, you, you ha- already have, now you're doing the podcast, which you're getting wicked great at. Um, you're handling your own space. Uh, Thank you. you know how to speak, you know how, what topics you laugh on it. Um, some of the things, uh, are left to the audience imagination. In other words, when you read a text or you don't read a text, when somebody's in the chat room, a lot of people mm-hmm. when they join in, don't realize, okay, somebody's in the chat room saying something or whatever, but, um, I think you should do it. I, and then, if you want to have some comedy in there, 
write yeah. some comedy. Try it. What's the do it in front of your friends? We're not going to criticize you so bad. We will. We'll bust your balls, but um, mm -hmm. we won't slam yeah. you into the dirt. You know. Well, exactly. And, you know, quite frankly, no one has done that. I mean, strangers will enter the chat room all the time and you know which ones to ignore and which ones to kind of engage with. Uh, the callers, I mean, the, the callers that have called in, I can say this. I've never had a bad phone call on this show, uh, you know, from I mean, there's you, but you're I mean, you're a co-host, Eric. He, and, they, you know, there's the people we know that call call in. And obviously, all all of you guys have been great. But the strangers that have called in, I can honestly say have been wonderful. They've been respectful. They will answer my questions and they're not. You know, they're just likable. They seem like likable people. Um, so I can, I can say that. I haven't had a bad interaction on this show. I can uh, th Now, there may be a time where that happens, and I'll have to deal with it. But, uh, but we'll see how things go. Uh, rounding Third says, uh, Chris is right. You've already done the tough parts. Uh, yeah, we will a bit, but we love you after. Uh, meaning, yeah, we'll bust your balls a little bit, but we'll love you after. Absolutely. And I expect no less from you guys. Absolutely. But I mean, even if you face on your show, you know, on the podcast, somebody, you know, it's going to happen. It's it, oh, yeah. inevitable. It's it going to happen. Yeah. One thing I noticed, uh, okay. I, uh, you missed the first part of the show, but I was talking about how I have actually, I have listened to, some of these Podbean shows. And one thing I have noticed going into the chat rooms, there is a, what I'll call a warning that automatically comes up that says, please don't use uh, defamatory, defamatory comments, yeah, yeah. racist comments, hates, you know, that type of thing. So th that was nice to see. So people that are coming into the show it uh, will know right off the bat to avoid that. You know, granted, that should be implied anyway, but it's good that that is there. Uh, so yeah. it's like, yeah. I think it's like if part of a community, right? I, I go through this with the Airbnb thing or whatever. Um, if you choose to be a renter or a host in Airbnb, uh, just like with your show, if you choose to be a host or a listener and you have, um, what do you have to create a profile, right? For this show, like just to listen. Right. You don't just mm -hmm. go in there, and if you are an a-hole all the time, um, you're called out or they cut your account. So right. I think that's right. what it's all about. It's like be respectful. I mean, you and I, like I, me more, I can get to be an a-hole, say what I want. I make it more comedical or comedical. Is that a word? Mm. I make it, it is comedy. Now. It is now. It is. Mm -hmm. I th Write yeah. that in your calendar. That's the, yeah, the Chris Stout words. Yeah. Comedical. Yeah, you got that one round. You got that one rounding third. Comedicals now award. Christo, uh, uh, day thirty. Comedical. Yeah. Um, yeah, April April thirteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Comedical. Yeah, now is it award? Thirteenth. Oh Jesus. Yeah, but um, it is. but that's that's kind of the thing. It's like it's you feel like it's community. So if you want to disparage somebody or be an a hole to them, you can do that. Sure. I would love to see somebody attack you on your show because I think you would handle it well, you know, you, and plus you could hang up on them, but yeah. I would like if some, I would like point count. If they're too much, you can do. And if you have 
up on them. If they're never going to come around and be your fan, then they shouldn't be in your forum anyway. Yep. You know? Right, right. And you can ban people, you can report people, and all that other stuff I have discovered. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Far yeah. So, um, and uh, can be about it. Hey, Stout, you're breaking up a little bit. Stout, I couldn't hear what you just said. You might have to repeat it because you broke up there. Well, uh, I said, you know. Yeah, I can hear you now. I said, Go ahead. What'd you say? Have to ban them or whatever. Um, you know, in a way that you don't have to ban people as long as you put them in their place and hopefully they'll respect that. Maybe they'll still be a fan. And then, uh, and then I try to say mm -hmm. be comedical. Comedical about it. So, yeah, I like that comedical. Yeah, cancel them. Yeah, we'll cancel people. Yeah, yeah, we'll cancel. Like the potty mouth list. We do have the potty mouth list. Yes, that is a thing. Okay, and we have very strict What's rules. What's this? About what you were talking about? Urine. What is this urine thing? Yeah. I'm like, what? I got a text from you today. You know I didn't what... know how to answer. I was like, I, I don't know what's going on with the urine. You know what the urine thing is. We talked about the urine thing in the last episode. From my tent you know. from years ago? Y yes. Yes. Oh, that's okay. A, that's it's a, not like I'm just that's an ongoing, I'm not the urine. That's an ongoing okay. joke. That's an ongoing joke now. Yeah. yeah. Urine king. Yeah. yeah. I just, urine. Every... No, no, you're not the urine king. Yeah. You're in Show. trouble. <laughs> Rounding third. You're in trouble. <laughs> I'm about to. Yeah, that's my son. My. My son, my, uh, you know, my flesh and blood. He's on the podcast. And what does he do? He pees during the podcast. That's what I, you were. Were you part of that show? Yes. When yes. He did, yes. Wait, last yeah. time. That's what I today when you texted, when it was the group text. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I pulled this. Last time it wasn't me. It was right. No, but it's like my, yeah, my son. It's just like, is any, it's just like you would think he would know better than to not pee on my podcast. It's just like, can you just turn the volume down on the I mic love while you're doing that? I mean, I, there was a part of me that <laughs> loved that he did that. There was another part that's like, I think everybody who's involved should know, even our caller inners and some of our friends. When you're calling in or whatever, and I'm not the best at it, some, and then and Matt and what has the saturation, even if it's four or five people are in the saturation, even if they're quiet, so. <laughs> It cracked me up that Miles yeah. peed on your show, not figuratively, but also yeah. that he, I was like, yeah. is that you? And Miles was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, there's a mute button. Yeah, he there's admitted it. a mute button. It's like he was. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I yeah, know. He, he was. Pr I know. I don't care. That's cool. <laughs> Rounding third just pissed off his. Rounding third just pissed off his deck, you know, in the. And I'm sure he did. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Him yeah. now. We're. Yeah, we're uh, we're very open about our uh, pee habits on uh, this show. So, if you, yeah, 
Wow. <laughs> is anything sacred in this world? Anything in this world sacred anymore? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, somebody. Yeah. Bobby is Stout, still with me. You, do, you are breaking up. Oh, yep. geez. Yeah. I yep. don't know why. Uh, you are breaking up a little bit. You're breaking up a little bit because I'm. Uh, it, uh, so it might be like my apps in your. It might be your what? I, my mother embedded in hair. Oh, that could be. That could be. Yeah, yeah. Stout is very choppy. Yeah, uh, we can hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very choppy. Ray. Uh, underscore BC entered the live studio. Welcome Ray underscore BC. Uh, good to good to see you. Good to see you. Name is Renee. Hey Renee, how you doing? Uh, thanks for joining our uh, our uh, the Wicked Awesome podcast. Thank you for joining. Yes indeed. Okay. Uh, saw the word wicked so I had to pop in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Renee. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, Stout, you may have to hang up and call back in again because you're, um, you're wicked choppy. You're wicked choppy. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're talking about my bucket list things. Uh, where are you from, Renee? That's a good question, Rounding Third. If you don't mind, some people don't like to share where they're from. I mean, and that's, and that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we like to know where people are from. Uh, Connecticut. Oh, okay. So you're from New England. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So you can, you understand the wicked awesome uh, kind of lingo, if you will. Yes. We're from Maine. Uh, though Stout's in, Stout's in uh, uh, Florida at the moment, but he's coming back up here soon. He goes back and forth. Okay. Number eight on my bucket list. Uh, it, I want to perform music. It is better, but you know what's weird? What? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay, I see you're connected now. Okay. Yeah, it is better. What'd you do? Switch phones? Uh, I think I. It's because I had maybe <clears throat> two phones connected, and I had to speak. I I had to switch over. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing really. Yeah. This, in this, this world, Podbean's re Podbean is really really finicky. Uh, with stuff uh yeah it's like the second you try to mess with it it comes back and it slaps you in the face it it dumps a it dumps a jug of urine on top of your head <laughs> yeah he's almost he almost went crazy um okay uh yeah i want to perform music on a street corner i believe they call that busking so just one time between the ages of 50 and 60 i want to perform music on a street corner and have people throw like you know, their spare change in a case. I'll donate it. Can to I do that with you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. You can do that with me. You can do that with me. That'd yeah. be yeah. fun. Yeah. It would acoustic, be fun. like it would... two acoustic guitars and just pick what we want. Or would you do a acoustic bass? Uh, probably two, probably two acoustic guitars. Yeah. And we would harmonize and be like the Ever Everly brothers or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. So we we'd be out there, anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can get absolutely. the next. I'll do. Uh, 
two more dollars. You can get okay, Matt. What were you singing? Cannot look. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. Yeah, you're still a little choppy, so I'm going to be have to. I'm going to still uh, need to be able to hear you. But okay, go ahead. I'm going to stop talking so I can hear Stout for a second. Go ahead. Are you no, I can't hear you. Are you messing with me? Now I can hear you. No, I can hear you now. I couldn't there for a second. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with you, Stout. So okay, so tied to me. Yeah, no, not working. Sorry, it's your. Is it? I'm sorry, Stout. It's it's all broken. It's all broken. It's all broken stout. We can't, we can't hear you. Love our we band. can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hear you, Stout. Uh, stout, I'm going to have to disconnect you uh, for a minute because it's wicked choppy. Okay, don't take offense. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. If you want to try calling in in a few minutes, go ahead. Uh, that's fine. Um, I just disconnected you because what's happening is I'm talking. I hear a little bit of you, then it gets choppy, and it's not uh, translating over uh, very well. He's on Mick Edge. He's broken. <laughs> violin in Hollowell. I believe that was Augusta. Yeah, you can't play a violin walking down the street in Augusta. That's against the law. Don't do that. Okay. But to answer Stout's question, yeah, any of these things, people can uh join in with me if you want to perform music with me on a street corner yeah please do i'd love to i'd love to see you okay uh another one is music related we're getting to the last one here this is the second to last one i want to sing in a barbershop quartet well not a quartet but just a barbershop type group you know the type of group that doesn't have musical instruments uh and uh, yeah, you sing Al Capella. Uh, Al Capella. You think Al Capella. Yeah. I want to do that just once. I don't want to do it like a bunch of times, but just one time would be kind of nice and do it well. I'd want to practice and all that. Uh, yeah, because Stout's been canceled. <laughs> I should actually text him on my phone just to say, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let him know in a minute, actually. Again, I can't multitask. I can't text and talk at the same time. I can't do it. People get mad at me, too. It's like when I'm typing something like an email or a message on the face thing, messenger, and people are trying to have a conversation and then they think I'm not listening to them. Well, it's just because I, I can't do it. I can't listen. I can't have a conversation, a verbal conversation while I'm typing into the laptop. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't I can't do it. I, uh, I uh, No matter how hard I try. Other than that, I'm a good listener. Now, th singing in the barbershop uh, quartet uh, type thing, it reminds me of a Cheers episode right at the beginning where uh, a bunch of guys from a barbershop uh, singing group come into the bar. Uh, Norm's sitting in a stool, and he's like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to sing in a barbershop quartet. You know, it was a bucket list item for him. 
So he stands up and he sings a song. It was called Good Night Ladies. I remember I remember the song. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. We hope you like the show. And he sang it really well. Then they invited him to be part of the group. And he said, no, 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 now that I've done it, I'm, I'm fine. And that's, that's kind of how the way I feel about it, too. I just want to do it one time, do it well. And uh, then, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's my feeling now. So it's a it's a bucket list item. All right. Jeez, all of a sudden Stout's gone and I miss him. Okay, I am gonna text him. All right. Um I, I just want to make sure he's not mad. See, we're talking about offending people or uh, <laughs> or having a uh, confrontation here on uh my little podbean show. And you know, hopefully he's not the one that uh uh, gets offended, uh, but I don't think he will. I'm just going to say, okay, here he is. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, hold on one second. Hey, all right, you're back. You're back. I'm offended. <laughs> you're offended. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you. Good I don't know here. what you guys were talking about, but whatever it is, I'm offended now. <laughs> Why are you well, laughing? Well, <laughs> Rounding third just said, like porn, just one time and really well. <laughs> I, I what I was it referred to, I just wanted to sing in a barbershop uh, quartet just one time and do it really well. And he's going, just like porn, I just want to do it one time and do it really, really well. <laughs> I thought you had to build up and keep doing it good in porn. Yeah, I think you do. I yeah, I, I think you do. It's I've always heard it's not as easy as it looks. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty. Easy. I mean, but well, when you think about it, all you got to do is set up a camera, uh, but and just let the camera do the role. I suppose you don't have to do any acting. It's not like the 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 porn back in the day where you probably had a room full of people and lights and all that other stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I I don't know, but I'm really starting to feel uncomfortable right now. Why? I'm feeling very uncomfortable because we're talking about porn and uh, comfortable in uh, your own being, skin and performing, you know. Hell, yeah. You, know, yeah. you just got to get her together, guy. <laughs> Running third. Lights, That's camera, erection. <laughs> Lights, camera, That's erection. The, and, the, and the best advice I had for you was like, you just got to get her together, guy. That's all I had. <laughs> That's all you have. That's all you have. All right. Before I disconnected you, Stout, you were talking about a name that lyric thing. What song were you singing? Because I didn't hear it. Oh, I think, well, I'm going to try to go back out on the back porch again because I had to restart my internetuals. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm hoping that was the deal. But, well, you can hear the door, right? Yep. <laughs> That's so no murderers can kill me in my sleep. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm back out here. Am I breaking up? No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, just internet now and again. Let's do this. Uh, oh, I was singing. I'm not singing it again because it's going to be too much on one show. Like, um, how'd that go again? But it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, you've got your ball. You've aimed. Wait, tied me up. Tied me up again. See, I can't do it without singing it. That's the crazy. You part. gotta sing it. I'm not gonna do it unless you sing it. No, you're. 
somehow this is going to be used. What was it? Uh, you've got your ball. You've got your chain. Tie me up. To see, I can't do it now. You're doing I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking too much. I have dreams where I can't remember any lyric. And we're going to go on stage every year. And I swear to you, I just had one two nights ago where I always look at Alan and I go, here we are, Alan. Once again, it's the day of, and I don't know a word of any of the songs we're about to play. I swear to God, I have those dreams. Swear to God. Wow. Yeah, you're over. Yeah, you are overthinking it. Now relax and sing the song that you're going to sing here. Uh, I, I think I did like 50 times on the same show. Uh, but I can't. I, I, can you sing it one more time? You shut up. You know the damn song. No, I don't. I don't. I you're, stout, I, you're gonna have every, to the figure times, it out. The, no, but the times you sang it before, I couldn't hear it because you were choppy. And this last time, um, I, I, I almost had it, but I couldn't quite get it. Now it's you've out of my head. You've got I'm have your to have you ball. Sing it. You've got me. I mean, the next lyric. Actually, the next lyric is pretty cool. I see. And you're not going to believe this. I can hear you now, but you broke up when you just sang. You've got to be shitting me because I did it falsetto. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you're messing with me. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm I'm not not messing. I'm not rounding third. It's the worst worst show ever. (laughs) I'm never going to be able to. Can you get, can you get this one? Can you get this one? Oi, oi. You guys are fading yeah, out TNT. too now. That's TNT. yeah. Okay, yeah, good. That's... All right, good. You got a lyric. All right, we're good. We're good. Let's move on. Okay, I got the lyric. Okay, so we'll play TNT uh, with our acoustic acoustic guitars. <laughs> on the well, on the I was hoping for more, but apparently we're never going to get there. So, <laughs> okay, the last one on my fifty to sixty. But 50 to things, uh, bucket list for the next 10 years. How about that? I'm, I want to I'm coming to stay with you. I'm coming to stay with you on Saturday, by the way. You're staying at my place on Saturday? Probably okay. Saturday night. Yeah. That's what I was okay. getting at with the text the other night. Unless you kick me out. No, I don't care. You can spend the night here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah. If you want to, you can. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I want to fall in it. love. I want to fall in love before I'm 60. And if you I do? fall in love, yeah, yeah, just one more time. Wait, wait. didn't you yeah. fall in love before in your life? I did, but I want to fall in love one more time. Just one more time. And that's it. That's it. I One more time, that's it. I don't have to fall in love again after that, but just one more time. One more time. You only get one of those. Do you only get one of those? No, I think I... you can get you can, no, I think you've got more than one of those. I don't yeah. know. For for a dude, I think women get five times. Dudes get one. Dudes only get one? Love. I really? think so. You know, if you think about it, women can fall in love a lot more than men. And I think women can fall in love. They've always said the opposite. They always say a man can love two women at one time, right? Isn't that the thing? Um, I feel like women, women love can fall in love multiple times. I don't think guys can. I, I just feel like they can't. <laughs> Running third just says, settle down, Dr. Phil. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. 
Now, when you think it's, about it's it, funny it's funny to like, like put them in a headlock. When you're a guy, can you really, can you really, really fall in love? Can you fall in love? love? Listen, at you all. can't. I mean, it's I just don't like know with all if the... you have the capacity to fall in love. Meet me outside. <laughs> yeah, I no, but one more time. By the time I'm 60, this will be my last shot at falling in love. Yes, I have you fallen got ten in love years. before. T- ten years. Yeah, if I, this is it. This is it, you know, and falling five in love years one and eight more months. time. That's when it's going to happen. Uh, five well, years you have five, five years, years and eight months. No, I don't. I have, I'm 50. I have like 10 years, dude. I have like five ten. years, five years, nine months. Because you turn fifty in March. Okay, but so why do so I only have five years and nine months? It's to, way under six years. It's like a month under, way under. Why only six years? Why only six years? I mean, ten years. Hold on, I don't, I don't know what's happening with you, my phone. All right, I'm back. Um, yeah, just I, kidding. I have just on. I just have like nine. I have like nine years, right? Nine <laughs> <Yeah>. and. <laughs> <laughs> nine, <laughs> nine years 11 11 and 11 months um okay what, that what do you better. expect yeah, to I, find okay oh, all right so matthew let's get serious here let's 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 get serious matthew with your yes. love life love life <laughs> what do you want to happen what is your greatest goal love to be in love with in other words create the girl for us create an image for the listeners, because you're on the radio, nobody can see you. So you need to, you need to create an image, Matthew. Okay, I will. Uh, I, uh, someone that I can, wow, you re- that now that puts me on the spot. But I'm going to answer this question. I would say someone that I can really relate to, uh, someone who. Uh, knows that I'm listening to someone who I can really feel passionate about. Someone who ex- someone who accepts my romantic gestures. Someone who. I can be with and just be with like, wow, I'm really into this person. I want them to be here that every time when they walk through the door, I look forward to seeing them and someone who respects space as well. Uh, Someone who has their own hobbies, their own life, their own interests, and they're willing to share those with me, vice versa. Someone who's not going to completely take over my life, but someone who can enjoy life with me. And I really want to have good sex as well. But that's what you had 30 years ago. All of that. But why can't, but you can't have it again. You can't have it again. No, that's not my I mean, that's, that's not my point. That's not my point. My point is is that what everybody <laughs> everybody chases, everybody chases what they have, right? So you had it once. And if yes. you have it again, how many years does it take to fade? That's 
I guess that's the problem. It's like how many years okay, before but- two of you, you know, fall apart you know like uh, i hate to say that but it happens more and more with modern couples maybe not as much with older couples the difference but the difference and the difference now is this okay um when i fell in love before i didn't truly truly appreciate and love myself and even know what my strengths were or even what i truly wanted i was going by some kind of concept uh well part of it was just going by some kind of concept that uh i thought would make me a happier person like marriage and kids and stability and all that other stuff. But what I forgot to do in all of that was learn to really, really like myself. So this time around, I have the time to be like, you know what? If I'm single, it's okay. If I'm single, it's fine because I like who the hell I am. Yeah. I'm married. I've been married. I've had kids. I'm never, I'm not going to be alone. I'm never going to be alone because I, I, I have my kids. I have my family. So in this case, this is just about truly, truly focusing on me and understanding the great person that I am and being able to share that with another person. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's true about you. I actually, um, because we hadn't had a lot of time, you know, seeing each other or whatever until we jammed again almost five years ago. I yep. realize even, even since then the difference um, that it takes to, to have that kind of confidence and everything. It's a shame that it takes everybody a different stage in life to figure that out, you know, but, but yep. I do see a wicked difference in you and I hear it. And I think your podcast is probably a big deal uh, to make that difference as well. Um, with you being able to, uh, get things out of your system and talk and chat and laugh and, and without going in the public sometimes, you know? So, but I do see yeah. a difference and you're right. You know, I was busting chops about, you know, you find a person that things can go the same way, but you don't have to let them go the same way again, you know? And, um, yeah. So yeah, well, I do hope the best for you. Yeah. You will fall in love again, Matt. I know you will. Yeah. Yeah. And it's different when you're younger too, like, in the traditional case, it's just like married, kids, house, all those things. You're building a life. You're building. That's what you're doing. You're building a life. And, you know, half the time, maybe slightly more than half the time, it doesn't work with people because it's just you're still growing as a human being yourself. You're still there's just so much to learn, so much to figure out about yourself. Then the process, you don't have enough time to focus on yourself much less focus on uh, what you need to be doing as a couple. And then uh, it's, it's natural that people just kind of uh, just drift apart. You know, in a way it's, it is sad. It's sad that it happens, but I mean, it's the reality of many, many, many of us. And, you know, it's just, so at this point in my life, I mean, I'm not going to have any more kids. I, you know, I, bought a house i'm in my career i you know it's not about building a life together it's more of uh, just uh sharing uh sharing part of yourself with somebody else and i'm i'm excited by that prospect so yeah yeah absolutely. i think it's it's kind of i guess a little bit of a shame that it comes to that with a lot of people these days because it's not like you know the old days of our our parents or their or grandparents or maybe even before that where you're building a life times were different you stayed together um 
I, I think even in the 70s, 60s and 70s, things started to change. But before that, before the Industrial Revolution, you were together as a family. You came to a new land. You strove to be together. You had a ton of land. You worked together on it. You supported each other. Everything in medicine you did to heal each other on that land. These days, I think it's a one-off. I think a lot of, especially the kids behind us, aren't going to get it. You fall, they think they're in love, and then they're not going to marry somebody they think they're going to love forever. They won't build a future. I think times have right. changed, you yeah. know, unfortunately. Uh, but Yeah, times have changed, and, you know, it's, it is different. It is different. I mean, I was, of course, you can relate to this a little bit. Uh, my parents divorced when I was four years old. So when I started school, almost everybody's parents were married. And I remember feeling kind of odd that my parents were divorced. And uh, I remember talking to Ezra Rugg, actually, later on in elementary school. He had divorced parents, too. And he's like, so your parents are divorced like mine, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And uh, but one thing that did happen as we got older, more and more parents got divorced. By the time I graduated high school, so many, so many of our friends' parents divorced. And uh, in a lot of cases, right. the parents that didn't get divorced probably should have. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Uh, I think 80%. Saying, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Ron and Third just said now it's reversed. Uh, um, yeah. Meaning, meaning uh, that people don't get, oh, it's reversed, meaning that more and more, more and more families are divorced. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah 80%. 80% of marriages by the time you and I entered probably fourth or fifth grade, 80% of marriages were still trying to hold together by the right, time we right. were seniors in high school in 89. So that by that point, just in that short time, 80% of marriages were failing. And so that tells you what life is handing. It could be a woman wanting to go into workforce. It could be, it's not the same at home. It could be the guys turning into his dad. It could, it could be a million things, but you know what? If you love somebody, you hold it together as best you can. And, uh, you can always love somebody even if it fails. And that's the difference. You don't have you to be bonded by God and by a church or by a piece of paper or a ring. You don't have to be bonded, but you can still separate and not have it go sideways. And I think I you see. can still have love and respect for somebody, even if you have to separate, because I don't know. I, I believe in being with somebody, but I also don't believe in marriage, but I also believe in, I believe in the sanctity of it for other people. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and I also believe in monogamy. I believe in all of it, but you can't force any of it kind That's of right. thing, you know? Yep. Do you believe in bondage? I believe in bondage a lot because Nothing bonds us together like that shit. <laughs> oh, this is uh, too too much fun. Too much fun. If it works for you and makes you happy, I guess what the thing is, it's just like, I mean, I think about my ex-wife. I mean, I th there's we still have an appreciation for each other. I'll even you can even call it some form of love uh, but it's not like this uh, passionate love or whatever else it's just more of like you don't have acceptance. to be in love to love you can love exactly. someone like family she's the mother of your children you can love her without having exactly. to be in love anymore 
you know? That's and right. then you made me That's laugh right. a minute ago when you went, if it makes you happy, it can't, it be, can't that be that bad. bad. <laughs> it makes <laughs> Jesus. Well, the hell you so bad. No, I'm, I'm not making lighter jokes of it. Um, but you're right. Like, you know, your, your, your ex-wife is a lovely person. You're a lovely person. You chose to go on with your lives in different ways. And, uh, but you still share kids and you still have a love for each other. There's nothing you would let happen to your kid's mother. You know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's interesting. All of a sudden we sound like the, this is like a self-help, like kind of therapy talk show all of a sudden. You know, yeah. so we go from talking about urine. <laughs> and I'm like, the guy that has never held a relationship together in his life. <laughs> oh, rounding third. Yeah. Now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head. Rounding third just typed in. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Loving you is wrong. I don't want to be right. I'll sing this to Bob. <laughs> I saw your picture today. Sat down and cried. <laughs> what the hell's that? I don't know. I recognize that one, Christo. Wasn't that another Cheryl Crow thing? Uh, what what was it? I saw oh, you, or, or I found your picture, picture today. Sat down and cried. You know, wasn't that a wasn't that, that another yeah, one, that, Cheryl? That could be Cheryl Crow. Could be that's a Cheryl Crow one. Yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, yeah Cheryl Croak. Cheryl Croak. <laughs> Cheryl Crow, Cocaine and Whiskey. What's co that's a song, Cocaine and Whiskey. Uh, well, probably done by so many people. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. I'm going to sit down and write one. Cocaine and Whiskey in that song. That's what he's saying. Yeah. In that song picture. Yeah. Good. Really? All right. Yeah. Apparently so. I, I you know, I'm not familiar with this Cheryl Crow uh, uh, song. This Cheryl Crow that you speak of. Research on that. <laughs> this Cheryl Crow that you speak of, yeah, no, uh, no. Cheryl Crow's come up on this show a few times, actually. That's weird. I don't even listen to Cheryl. Well, Crow. not that she crows not that I hate her Cheryl. or anything. Yeah, not, I mean, I did, not that I hate her music or anything. I mean, I don't really have an opinion about Cheryl Crow. Oh, she is good. She She's good. With... Back in the day, she was hot. Back in the day, yeah, that's pictures with Kid Rock. She did a song with Kid Rock. Wow. That was Picture. No, no kidding. Huh. That was the one. I found your picture today. He sings it. Like when she sings it, you're like, you go, Cheryl. And then he sings it. Sat down and cried today. And I was like, really, Ba with the Ba? <laughs> you're really oh, singing goodness. like that guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to do some research. Now, have you sung so much of that song that I'm going to get a copyright violation? Am I going to get... <laughs> no, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Yeah. All right. My favorite things. Let's go back to that list. Oh, my favorite things. I'm on number 56. This is of my 100 favorite things. I think Stout got disconnected again, I think. Yeah, he did. He did. And I didn't do it this time. It says he's no, connected. No, uh, there no I'm here. I I put her on mute. You don't always have to freak out. I put her on mute just to listen to you. Oh. I went in the door, so the door squeaky, oh, and I, I went into the fridge. I gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so what have I done so far? I'm not going to read through the 
uh, 100 through 57. Um, actually, I got some, you guys got, got on me last time when I started talking about hard salami and cinnamon raisin bagels and uh, the double whopper uh, uh, hamburger. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cinnamon, ba- oh. cinnamon raisin bagels. Double That's good whopper. stuff right there. Yeah, absolutely. Nope. <laughs> good stuff right there. Um, no. How about Stout, you okay? Yeah, like no, I'm just light. like, because uh, you're like, uh, cinnamon bagel. Uh, c- cinnamon raisin. No, we've talked about this. Yeah. No, we talked about this, right? Oh, I, I know. How about this one? Favorite 1990s. <clears throat> I did a favorite 1980s TV show. My favorite 1990s TV sitcom. Uh, it's going to be uh, no question on this one. Seinfeld, right? Seinfeld, absolutely. So, uh, would you agree with that, Chris? Was your 80s? I yeah yeah oh yeah 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 Seinfeld definitely was your eighties one Punky Brewster? No, my eighties one was not Punky Brewster. My eighties one was Mash. My eighties one was Mash. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, the seventies. Well, it went into the eighties though. Actually, it wasn't the eighties. It was my favorite sitcom from my childhood. That's what it was. Favorite sitcom from my childhood was uh, Mash. That's what it was. So. Uh, MASH ended in 1983, and it ran for eight or nine years or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That last one, I remember the last one when the helicopter took off, yep. and it was, um, oh, my gosh, and it looked down, and he wrote the thing and the stones. I mm-hmm. friggin' cried a little bit back then yep. and now and now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Actually, that, that stands the test of time. I actually have seen that recently that episode it's yeah it's it's good if you haven't seen it in a while it's worth watching again um you realize how many um spinoffs were from that right yeah 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 uh, yeah how quincy, many shows? wasn't quincy one of them no no they um was it maybe quincy could have been one and uh there was also a show called Trapper John MD. That was a spinoff. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So um, how about this one? Ooh. Oh, I got one. I got one. Favorite 80s. Favorite 80s uh, heartthrob. Uh, who was my like celebrity crush in the 1980s? Rick Springfield. Uh, who, no, I knew you were going to name a male, but no, no. It what? How, how no, did you know no. that? <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> and rounding third said Chris Stout. No, I mean, I'm talking about someone who was famous in the 80s that we only well, saw. Well, both of those make 80s. sense if you think about it. They both make sense. Yeah, they it. do. Now, what it, now that uh, Rick Springfield would fall under the category of uh, 80s, 80s man crush. That's what that would be, 80s man crush. Uh, Rick Springfield would be on the top of that list, no question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rounding third. I am not going to read that, but that is funny. That is really, now is really he, funny. Now, that's now really is, funny. is he talking Beach Boys or? <laughs> no, you're thinking of. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just messing. Is that like close to home or is that Beach Boys? Uh, no. Yeah, don't say that one. 
no, no, he's no, a, that is no, he's that a, is really he's funny. A, that is that he's is a funny. scoundrel. Yeah, we don't talk about him. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Uh, favorite '80s heartthrob? Geez, I gotta think. Man, who would it have been? That that, that takes me way back. What 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 female actress or pop singer did I have a crush on in the '80s? Man, I'm gonna say what was her name? Where she talked like this from New York? Um, <laughs> what was her uh, name? Alyssa Milano? No, no, no. She did the songs. She had the cur- the colorful hair. Uh, not Cindy Lauper. Uh, yeah, yeah, not that's Cindy- the one. No, not Cindy Lauper. No, no. I never had a crush on Cindy Lauper. Uh, My '80s crush would probably be the chick from Weird Science. Oh, what was her name? That's another oh, research gosh. item. It's like Paula, Paulina Jones or something like that. No, yeah. and she didn't grow grace. I don't think she got graceful in her older age, but I there was see. something about that movie. Well, they invented, built a woman, and that was her. You know, right? She was also the actress in Lady in Red, which was that Gene Wilder movie. Now I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Huh? Isn't that something? Uh, the woman with one red shoe, or something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. 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 Exactly. Oh, jeez. This is bugging me. I mean, basically, it has to be easy for the '80s, right? I mean, you have to have a crush. Oh, you know, I know. Oh, is that Molly Ringwald? I I know you're going to say. Are you going to say Molly Ringwald? No, I never had a crush on Molly Ringwald. No, I I liked her, but in movies, but I never really had a crush on her. Um, I know who it is. It's uh, Heather Thomas. That's who it is. Heather Thomas. Who's Heather Thomas? You remember that show, The Fall, uh, the the fall, fall Guy? Uh, yeah, she was in that show, but she also had a poster of her in like this pink bikini. And oh my goodness, when you were like a 13-year-old really? boy and you saw that like in Ames going through the poster thing, that was like, <laughs> holy, it's, it's serious. I'd go right to that poster thing and go flip through it and <laughs> you'd look at that and you'd be like, oh my God. Here, I mean, here's in full view this this woman, this very tan, blonde, uh, curvy, just yeah, in a, this bikini, and it's just like holy cow! It's like you want to buy it, but you know there's no way your mother's gonna let you. But it's like what? Yeah, I just bought yeah. what I wanted. That's how dysfunctional my family was. They they posters all they, over the ceilings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They would have. Oh yeah, yeah. They would have let you do that, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I could do anything when I was a kid. It was kind of yeah. liberating, but it was, it was also stifling. Yeah. Phoebe yeah. Cates. But I remember. Oh my God! Actually, can, yeah, you're right. I'm going to take that. You know what, Stout? Can I take this one back, or maybe it's a tie? <laughs> Phoebe That's Cates. I. It's funny that Bob said Farrah poster on his ceiling. I actually wore, this is not a joke or not a story. Um, it's a story, but I wore a Farrah Fawcett t-shirt in the first grade or something when I was a little kid of that poster where she was in the one piece. Um, yes. Nippy's a pop, nippy's popping. And uh, yeah. I was yeah, sent to I... the office 
And the teacher sent me to the office. She couldn't even look at me. She sent me to the office. She didn't know what to do. I didn't know why I was being sent to the office. I was first grade, you know, and they made me turn it inside out and sent me back to class. And I felt really, really embarrassed because I didn't know why, what was wrong, you know? So, but I was able to wear that shirt, which now I know something was very wrong at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what, yeah, that's, that's an iconic, iconic uh, poster. Definitely. Um, yeah. The Phoebe Cates just for that scene in fast times at Ridgemont high alone, where she's in the red bikini, she comes out of the pool. That oh, yeah. song by the, that song by the cars is playing moving in stereo. Yeah. Left and the just scene, moving in stereo. stereo. Oh, yeah. Takes, oh, slow motion. She, yeah. And she takes uh, the uh, bikini top off and it's just like, yeah, that scene is hot. I mean, she does really that hot. in his mind, but then she walks in on him in the pool room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it kind of kills and it kills the moment. Yeah. Because it's all he's imagining the whole thing. Right. But if right. you look that scene up to this day, you're like, I wonder if it still works. And you look it up and you're like, oh, oh God. Oh, I got to get, yeah. I got to find some tissues, get to the chair and have some stuff. <laughs> you said it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, uh, that's all right. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not going to get into favorite albums of any decade yet because that, that has to be kind of higher up on the list. Um, let's see. So what was your list before? Cause Lizzie was asking me earlier today. She said, uh, is he counting down or up? And I said, I'm pretty sure if he already got down to five, he fit, but that was your favorite things. Now you're doing your bucket list, right? Well, I, I just finished my bucket list. We were talking about the bucket list earlier. But uh, I mean, but what was I'm the talk- first thing you did? Was that your favorite things? Then you oh, did. Oh, uh, from, on my bucket on my bucket list. Uh, no, those were in no particular order, really. Oh, okay, um, okay. Uh, but I'd say the last one I mentioned was the most important of them all. Uh, the following okay. one is probably the most important one. Yeah, but the rest of them are in no particular order. And you'll um, do it again, Matt. You, 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 you know your personality. You're a good guy. Come on, man. You, you, you're you a winner go. all the way. That's that's ridiculous to think you wouldn't. You know, and I'm exactly. not joking. That's yeah. No, I'm not. I'm Rounding being third. serious. No, I know you are. Rounding third says uh, favorite shorts. Believe it or not, rounding third. I've already covered that. I've already covered. Uh, uh, favorite shorts. His were Andre Agassi. I had a pair of jam shorts uh, back when I was a freshman, sophomore in high school. You remember, we all had them. They came down to your knees and they all had like flower prints on them. We called them jam shorts. Uh, no. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'm wearing some right now, actually. I'm behind the are, are you really? Yeah. Those People don't wear those anymore. Those are kind of cool. My, while I'm wearing well, some, I think, and I was like, when you guys were just saying that, I looked down, I'm like, oh my God. I'm wearing stuff out of the ocean. Um, yeah. I think my favorite shorts were Larry Bird's. <laughs> Are those like the tight athletic ones <laughs> that barely cover your nuts? I mean, the poor, the poor friggin' Celtics had the tightest nutsack shorts ever. <laughs> like the short, you couldn't even breathe. That's how, that's not even cool to do to a basketball team. Like Larry Bird should sue to this day for that. That's ridiculous. You know, he's running around on a thing, and a ball could just flop out any time. That's ridiculous. That that's sad. 
<laughs> I think the Bulls were the first ones that have the long shirts, shorts, right? The Bulls. But yeah, they, the they Celtics were, yeah. kept that shit going for years because they were white boys. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. why. Yeah, I, I, w- I was never a Celtics fan. Rounding third would probably remember mainly because I always thought the Celtics were a racist organization. You know, it's like, oh, there's a white guy. Oh, we'll take him. Oh, another white guy. Oh, we'll take him. You know, it's just like every white guy they could find, they put on their team. Well, it was still a kind of a white thing with football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. And I mean, hockey's getting there. We got like two black guys that quit over the yeah, years. Yeah, but but um, but but in the NBA back then, even back then, most of the teams were ninety percent African American. And this, then you look at the Celtics, and it was a complete reverse. And I'm like, well, what? I mean, there's something. The- there's something wrong here. You can't. You, you, you can't. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, it's just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, their name were the Celtics. I mean, come on. That's a little, well, that'd be a little like, difficult. A little well, difficult to, yeah. You know, it's sell like, them on it. How about this? Oh, okay. Since we're talking about the NBA, I haven't watched the NBA in years. I have never either. I have never seen LeBron James play a basketball game, and I'm. Serious. I have not either. I have yeah, not it, either. Yeah, um, I will say. I've my seen favorite. his art. To to be honest with you, I've seen his art, which is pretty cool, actually. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, yeah, I've seen interviews with him, and I mean, he and he he seems like a like a reputable person and whatever else, and uh, you know, an admirable person. But I've never seen him play uh, basketball. Yeah. Um, my favorite NBA player is Magic Johnson. I thought you were gonna say Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer. <laughs> no, Magic Johnson. I was a Lakers fan back when I did watch it, and I used to I know. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know what I remember coming into the gym at 8 a.m. and you and Hofsace, Jackie Hofsace. Mm-hmm. And you, and you, you're like, you know, freaking guys. And we were Celtics fans and blah, blah, blah. You know who my yeah. favorite player ever was? Probably Larry Bird. Larry Bird. No. Larry. No. Who? Danny Ainge. Oh, Danny Ainge. Yeah. Yeah. He played baseball, too. He played professional baseball before he did basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the deal. I was never a, a basketball fan, but Danny Ainge was my favorite across all sports at that time because I was like, mm-hmm. this guy is a phenom and nobody saw it. And to this day, they're like, hey, Ainge could hit the three pointer and that's it. My favorite sports people and teams are not so good to other people. They're like, why would you pick that guy? <laughs> well, you know, I I always respected those players, but that was the back that was back when watching basketball was fun. I mean, that rivalry between the Celtics and Lakers matches no other. I mean, I would even put it above Red Sox Yankees. Uh, people will argue me there, but I mean, I used to love to watch the Celtics and Lakers play. I mean, loved it, loved He's it. He's gonna stay out with me. I'll come in, babe. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good time to watch basketball. But I I think the last NBA series I watched uh, NBA finals was in 1994. And that would have been the Houston Rockets and the New York Knicks. Uh, I rooted for the Knicks in that series and the Rockets won. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Blockchain DXB entered the live studio. Welcome. 
we are going to have to go off in about one minute because we're approaching the two hour mark. Uh, but I do appreciate you uh, coming in the studio and chiming in a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll wrap it up here because I probably don't have time to mention something else on the list. Matthew. Uh, yes. Sir. You actually get more time than two hours. But to wrap it up, I was never a b-ball fan. But I've stopped watching all sports over the years, which um, it just got to be too much. But anyway, uh, I love this. We'll talk more. I'm glad you're doing your show. You're doing great. I'm glad that Bob is your biggest fan. And uh, I got yes, a lot to do yeah. in the next couple of days. I'll see you in two days. You, uh, yes, I'll see you Saturday Yeah, in the town of Belfast, Maine. Uh, Ron Third, thanks for joining Lady Rebecca, Blockchain, and others. And we'll do it again uh, next Tuesday at this time. Uh, How close does uh, Bobby live to Belfast? Uh, he's a good couple hours away. Yeah. Good couple hours. You better start driving now to get there Saturday. <laughs> exactly. We'd love to see him. All right. Talk to you later, guys. All right. Love you. Bye.